assuming that she fucking now. We're assuming. So, I mean, you went from something to that. Right, cameo. What? Are, you being, are, you being, shit, are you being serious? I'm sick of your shit, bro. Like, like, it's like, what the fuck? Are you being serious right now? Is it confirmed? But some of these hoes ain't queens. Some of these niggas ain't kings. Because now I'm sick of y'all shit. Holly, I'm gonna say, at this point, Holly, I'm gonna say I'm sick of your shit. It was some dog food. It was churches. <laughs> it was churches. Don't tell nobody that story. Don't tell nobody else's story. I'm in the world right now. Hey, hey man, cancel this shit. Cancel this. And so the Don't last. Cancel this, bro. Leave it. Hey, just move on. BC, ask me something else, please, because. I mean, at this point, I, I just want to kind of wrap, wrap up and ask, what is it that you sick of? What, what were y'all sick of tonight? to everybody who is watching us on Facebook Live um, and to those who will stream on one of the many platforms that we have uh, this posted on. I am your girl, BC. You are here with I'm Sick of Y'all Shit podcast. I have our man, Holly Killmonger, here. And of yep, course, yep. Cameo, the resident bad guy, I believe is his title this evening. Um, we're going to get to our topic of love languages, but first we're going to check in and see how everybody's past week was so so holly um but let's start with you because because you're kind of terrifying what's what's up how you been good i'm good i'm good how y'all doing cameo what's up man resident bad guy yes sir yes sir i'm playing on move in a second but i got something going on right now but give me a minute bear with me with the background but I'm okay, well, look, while we while we waiting on the resident bad guy, um, man, you know I'm I'm just uh, excited about doing tonight's show. Uh, I had a pretty uh, interesting weekend. Um, I didn't do too much, uh, kind of my regular routine. I did watch the um, the Michael B. Jordan new movie. Uh, did you watch that, BC? Uh, Listen, that wasn't yet. a reference I've... to the the Killmonger. The Killmonger, if, for for anybody, any of our listeners or viewers that don't know, uh, Cameo has been teasing me about uh, my variety of hairstyles that I've tried with my with my locks, and uh, he calls me Killmonger. So I just decided to embrace it uh, tonight, and uh, that's what that is. But over the weekend, Michael B. Jordan had uh, a movie. He got a lead role in a, a Tom Tom Clancy film. I think the name of it is uh, Without Remorse. It's on Amazon. Did you check it out, BC? Uh, I did not. I've heard good things so far. Um, I, I guess I need to because I've, I've heard good things. But no, I, I did not get a chance to. You give, you, you give it like five smirking? popcorn bags. What are you smirking about? Because you're just ornery. You're ornery. I'm ornery? 
you were just honoring it. We're not dealing with we we not see. I got my Captain Sage a whole shirt on, and both y'all have a tendency to be on some whole shit. So if if need be, I will pull the Sage out. Like I got my I got my Sage. See Sage, I'm I'm just I'm prepared because four minutes in. Okay, that's what we doing. Did anybody watch without without remorse? Starring Michael B. Jordan over the weekend. Yes, I didn't watch without remorse. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Well, I ain't gonna say great. It was a good movie. Um, Laura London looked incredible as always, even in the pregnant state. Um, as always, but um. It was basic. It was basic. I mean, it was like even if you're not up on any of the Tom Clancy, or if you're not up on the um, the Rainbow Six Saga, or whatever this and that, um, it's a pretty basic movie that you'll follow because it's just like any other, you know, uh, kind of the same subject matter or whatever this and that. But I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was entertaining. Um, a lot of action. So yeah, it was dope. I thought it was a good film. Um, you know, if anybody hasn't checked checked that out, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, without remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan, um, Lauren London. She had she had a small role in it as well. She played his wife and a uh, mother of his child, his unborn child. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I do want to say, man, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if it's time. Is it time to to uh, put him in the category of legend? Is he a legend in his in his uh, acting? I don't want to say I don't want to say legend, but I think that he is up and coming. I also like the dude, the one cat um, that plays. Um, he's been in a, in a couple of movies, but I think he's a good actor too. He was in uh, the dude who plays Superfly. Okay, yeah. If you don't know his name, then we'll we maybe next episode we can talk about him. I'm talking about Michael B. Jordan, the God, uh, Lil Wallace well, from The Wire. Have, well, have, has maybe not I'm legend, but is he? Is he? He's a not a legend, but just like the other guy, he is one of the up and coming actors. Is he a list? Is he an a list leading black male actor? No. What? Michael no. B. Jordan is not an a list. Who are the a list leading black male? He can't be a list. He can't be a list because Will Smith is still on the scene. Jamie Foxx is still on the scene. Like guys like that, are, they holding the crown right now. So like, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like those guys. Like those guys that you mentioned like in their Nobody was going to be the top guy until Kobe was done. Those guys you're talking about are in their fifties. Who is the lead? Who leads the charge in terms of A-list actors? He's black male leading role actors. He's up and coming. He's up and coming. He's the next one. He's the next. He's the heir apparent. Let's put it like that. He's he's what Kobe was to Jordan. He's what Kobe hey, shout was. Shout out to, to Michael B. Jordan, man. Look, Cameo, obviously, the resident bad guy is doing something else uh, over there. He's preoccupied because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about right now tonight. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan, man. Michael B. Jordan is, uh, he takes his acting and his craft very seriously, man. We've seen him in some very good roles uh, throughout his career. Uh, I do want to be like him one day, man. I don't know if y'all saw this. He actually sent out some packages uh, to some celebrities, uh, some of his friends via drones. 
uh to celebrate the release of his new movie did y'all see that no what have y'all done over the weekend let me just shut up because i'm asking y'all what y'all done did over the weekend and y'all ain't did shit so let me list look let me step well, back actually, what have y'all done over the weekend yeah let me let me let me tell you so actually no i didn't do a lot this weekend because i was very sick um i thought i had that that covid package luckily it was not that um and it ended up being just a really bad stomach flu stomach virus or what have you um But uh, yeah, I was down and out. I was down and out, and it, uh, I wasn't doing too much of a, a nothing really this weekend. It was kind of it was kind of difficult, but I was able to kind of put I was able to put that on and uh, and watch it. You know what I'm saying or whatever. But other than that, no, I didn't do too much of nothing. I mean, I you know did some stuff that had to do with my daughter's graduation. I went two step and I'm I don't I don't sit around and, and watch TV too much. I'm sorry. I'm not current on things like that. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Holly. I'll try to do better. It's not a disappointment. Like I just feel like uh I'm talking to brick walls. I'm talking about what I did and what I kind of saw over the weekend. Uh cameos over there fidgeting around doing some other shit. Uh and BC, you just you, you said that you didn't do anything, but then in the same breath, you said you went two-stepping. So you did do something over the weekend. You went two-stepping. Talk to us about that. Where'd you go two-stepping at? Uh, went to Visions Reception Hall. Stacey Hill uh, here in Kansas City, she always has pretty good parties. So um, it was a, a day party, and, and that's where I was uh, yesterday because, I mean, I love, I love the two-step. But other than that, I stayed in Friday and Saturday, did some painting, uh, worked on some lamps, a little hobby to woosah. But other than that, I'm, I, like I said, I heard about it. I've, I've seen reviews on it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Hey, Cameo, did you watch the uh, the MCU, the, the, the Marvel, uh, they released the Phase 4 trailer? No. All right. Well, I guess I guess we can move on. I'll tell y'all what else I saw. Um, I again, saw, it was bedridden this weekend. Yeah. Right, right, right. Nobody did anything this weekend, but Holly, everybody get it. We all get it. Um, I saw a report that um, we are headed towards a shortage on the supply of chicken in the United States. And um, I immediately, um, you know, my heart dropped down into my stomach. And um, so I don't know about y'all, but that report uh is is a very scary situation for me myself i like chicken i know there's a stereotype that my people like chicken i don't give a fuck about it i'm i'll fall into that stereotype i love me some fucking chicken uh did y'all see the report and how do y'all feel about the report what i'm gonna fuck with these chicken wings with that said with that oh, okay, I'll give you saying. Yeah, no, I got some KFC yeah. upstairs uh, yeah. that I'm, I'm gonna smash after the show. Uh, y'all don't think that that is uh, something that we should be alarmed about? How the fuck they running out of chicken? I mean, I, I'd have to look at the actual article to get the breakdown of it. I think even when the pandemic started first last year, you know, red meat was one of the first things that they ran out of. There was a lot of chicken, though. Chicken was one thing that they seemed to have a lot of. Um, I mean, I know that I know I saw something that the prices were going to go up on like paper goods, but um, 
haven't seen that about chicken. I think that's interesting, though, because chicken's like the easiest thing to come by, and they, they should have that stockpiled. So are they saying why? Like, is it because we were shipping it out of the country somewhere, or where's the shortage coming from? They were saying that due to the, due to the, the pandemic, the pandemic the uh, caused increased demand. And that's, that's also with the weather or something like that. So there was an increase in demand. Like so when people was was going and buying toilet paper and 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 um putting stuff in the uh deep freezers. So you you assholes that was out there buying up all the the chicken. Um the same I'm I'm assuming it's probably the same niggas that was that was in the line at Popeye's when the chicken sandwich came out. Um or not, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's it's them people's fault, and I think that they said something about the weather also has something to do with the uh, with the little situations in uh, in Arkansas. I used to have to pass by the Arkansas, the where Tyson's, like the little chicken farm, on the way to uh, Louisiana. Um, when I used to when I used to uh, live in Louisiana, I used to pass through uh, Arkansas sometimes on. Uh, on the way there, um, it's kind of disgusting too the way they're set up. Like in it, like for a minute, I, I I used to didn't want to eat chicken because like the when you pass it, you kind of see it's just a million fucking chickens, bro, and they just in these little long look like the projects for chickens, and I guess they just lay eggs and 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 they take them or whatever. It's in mass production, so I guess there was some kind of stoppage in in that as well um that kind of led to it but i don't know we'll see how that works out all i saw was <clears throat> excuse me all i saw was uh you know it was due to increased demand from the pandemic and um i panicked uh this you know everybody was worried about bottled water um you know hand sanitizer and you know the paper products if we run out of chicken my nigga it's cause for fucking alarm. So um that that scared me. Um also speaking of the pandemic, uh BC, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh because I've been um <clears throat> I have been in Facebook jail. Uh for anybody that doesn't remember, I I've been locked up. I'm still doing a uh, 30-day bid. Uh but I've been seeing a lot of subs out there. I've been seeing a lot of uh posts out there from folks and uh at a nigga so i'm duck, ducking and dodging bullets left and right and i did notice that bc you went on a uh rant of sorts uh talking about the uh the vaccine and all of the uh the stay woke conspiracy theories about the vaccine listen shout out to all my vax folks uh i saw a uh report or an announcement that joe biden uh our uh beloved president of the united states said that uh fully vaccinated american citizens uh, do not have to wear masks out in, uh, you know, small public gatherings anymore. Uh, he said that folks that are not vaccinated, you do still need to wear your mask with your dirty ass. So shouts out to the, to my president. Uh, but I just wanted to get, uh, you know, face to face with you, BC, on, on some of these uh, posts, because it seems like you was kind of directing some of that at me and my theories on the vaccine. 
Um, it, it's quite interesting that you feel that I was directing it towards you, especially since in the comments, I literally added you and then said what I had to say. Um, the posts were just the posts. If anybody wants to go to my page or it's a public post, it was a meme that I shared that was funny. Um, again, to each their own. And I literally said that little statement at the top of the meme. Do what you want to do. More power to you. It doesn't really matter. Um, our dearly, uh, dear beloved Holly decided to go in and give his two cents. And, you know, I came back and I actually had one of my friends. It was like, she had to sit up to literally read all the comments. Um, again, if you want to get it great. If you don't want to get it great. I can tell you, I saw, I read an article where they're talking about the problem is a lot of people are getting that first one, but they're not getting the second one. Um, again, if you choose to go through and get these shots, it's very important that you get the second booster. That that's part of, that's why there's two shots. You got to get the first one, and then they want you to get the second one, or else it kind of defeats the, the purpose of it. Um, if you decide to go with the one shot and you're done, awesome. I believe one of the articles I saw on CDC, they said within what 29, 30 days, you're almost uh, 90 something percent. You have enough immunity, and I think at 56 or something days, they said you're at 100 percent. That's great. Again, with that being said, it's still not 100% foolproof. The CDC even said that there's still a chance, be it small, there's still a chance that even with the shots, you can still get COVID. To each their own. It's not that I was coming for you, though, our dear Holly. Um, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I, I would never want you to feel like you were attacked because I was not attacking you at all. That's bullshit. I'm sick of your shit. So you really just going to act like... All of that rant you was doing with all of our conversations we've had about uh, our feelings and our opinions of the vaccine, you're going to say that none of that shit was directed at me. It was one post you did at me yet, uh, but that was actually after I uh, kicked in the door and said what I had to say on another post. So I'm asking you one more time, I'm going to give you a chance to have the floor and just clear the air. Were you not directing that at Holly Killmonger? The only thing that was directed at Holly Killmonger, except for my comments that literally began with your name, is that cute little picture of the troll. It's like a green little troll. I, that was directed at you. Yes, that was a sub that just screamed Holly because it was a little chubby little deformed looking internet troll because obviously you need a hug or something. But you can't get a hug from me because I'm not vaxxed. And apparently, as you just stated, I'm dirty. I'm not going to go out and plant a garden. You'd have to listen to one of our previous episodes to understand that. But, you know, it is what it is. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm okay with the masks. Um, if you're going to tell the story, though, I need you to tell it all. Because our dear Holly literally went in on me talking about masks and why do I wear one if I don't agree with it? And I'm like, because you got to wear one. Literally, there's a sign in almost every single place you go into that you have to wear a mask. It doesn't say if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. It says you have to wear a mask to walk in. So that's why I wear a mask. Well, like I said, it's only a matter of time before um, it starts getting handed down that, uh, you know, access will only be available in a lot of places for people that have been vaccinated. People don't want to just continue to live life and wear these masks. People want to kind of get back to normal. So we got to kind of do it. So the more Americans that get vaccinated, the closer we get to that. Everybody, if, if you know, you don't have to. I don't. If you don't if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your choice. Uh, I do have an opinion about it. If you continue to put other substances in your body uh, that you are not doing all of that research on or you don't have all of those reservations about, uh, then I think that uh, it's, it's kind of an incomplete uh, principle that you're standing on. But 
that's neither here nor there, man. There's there's a lot of people that are getting vaccinated. I'm happy to see that. And I think we're getting a little closer to getting back to normal. But that chicken shit did scare the shit out of me. I don't know about y'all, but my nigga, I love see, this fucking um, chicken. There was a concert. It was actually a Vax concert that they did in L.A. It had a whole bunch of people. And I think they said Joe... Joe Biden did a, a little speech on it, but it was literally a, a concert that was dedicated to everybody who had been vaccinated. You said it was a concert that did what? It was a concert for everybody that had been vaccinated. They literally did a live concert with with a bunch of artists, and and it was for like frontline reps, people who had already been vaccinated. So yeah, I mean, they, I love it. I fucking love it, man. Shout out to my vaxxed folks, man. Team vaxxed, baby. We out here. What else we got? What we on? What are we doing tonight? What the fuck are we even talking about tonight? This evening we're talking about love language, uh, love languages, and, and it kind of explaining what they are and, and how they can, I guess, make or break. Uh, make or break. I don't, I don't feel very loving towards you right this moment, Holly. I'm not gonna lie. I just wanna. We doing love languages. Um, we're not to let y'all get away with. We're not gonna just skip over the fact that there's a new Drake song out. Um, you said what? There's, there's a new Drake song out. It's actually been out for a couple of weeks now, but um, check that out. Drake, Young Thug, and Gunna. Solid is the name of it. Um, that shit is jamming, bro. What was that? Like you just. Did you did you sign up for some type of Drake promo or something? Like, what was that, bro? You just threw Drake in here, like, check out his new song, Out the Blue. What the fuck was that, bro? We're talking love languages. Music is my love language. Oh, music is your love language. You was ready to get into the show topic. Did you did y'all no, take I that? On, I also put in there that we're not going to let this Drake song just go without being spoke on. Nigga, look, I'll... I ain't going to never stop my day to mention a fucking Drake song or, or really anybody's song out here like that, bro. I don't know what the fuck you on with that. Uh, I was asking y'all, did y'all take that love language quiz? Or is that what we doing tonight? We supposed to be taking this love languages quiz before we get into the show topic? Yeah, I took that shit. Yeah, you so... Took it? You already took it? Y'all took it before the show. BC, you took the uh, the quiz already too. I did take it, um, and we do have a link uh, for the quiz that we've all apparently taken. That I believe is going to be pinned uh, somewhere. So if our viewers uh, want to have a chance to, to tap in and do it, uh, it is available. Uh, but yes, I think we've all well, the two of us have taken it. I believe you are going to to. We all get to find out how Holly feels. Listen, so I'm the only one that has, hasn't taken the test. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull up the test on my phone uh, while we're doing this. And uh, I guess by the time we get into the show topic tonight, uh, I'm going to take the test. So any of our, our viewers, uh, our listeners, uh, pull up that link uh, that we got posted so y'all can take the test with Holly. And uh, let's let's get into that love languages thing. But what else we got? Did, did, did y'all have anything else over the weekend y'all saw? No, sir. All right, so here we go. Holly again. I'm sick of y'all shit. Holly again. I got something else I wanted to talk about, man. Your boy P. Diddy. Um, he had a couple of posts over the weekend 
Um, one of the things he did, he actually officially changed his uh, government name to include love in it. So now his new name is Sean Love Combs. Uh, so he was proud about that. But uh, there was something else that I wanted to talk about. I thought it was real interesting, bro. So Diddy, uh, everybody knows uh, Sean Puffy Combs, a.k.a. P. Diddy, his history in the music industry. And, he, you know, he's a, he's an icon. He, he represents black excellence. Uh, but I've always had a disdain for some of his business or industry practices. Uh, he posted a video. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, bro. He posted this video. Uh, and in the caption, he was like, I'm back on my producer shit doing the thing, doing, doing the thing that I love to do. Right. You know, so, you know, in the video clip, I click on it and he's speaking on the situation to add to the caption. And he's basically like, you know, he back on it. You know what I'm saying? Basically putting motherfuckers on notice and uh, he's back on his producer shit. And then he proceeded to ask producers to send him beats. Cause he back on his producer shit. Yeah, but wasn't that like one of his whole things is he would steal other people's shit? Or did yes, he finally man. stop doing that? Sean Puffy Combs, I'm sick of your shit. This is why I rubbed me the wrong way. As a content creator, as an artist myself, uh, you know, I, I, I dib and dab in a variety of different art forms. Uh, when he said I'm back on my producer shit, I'm thinking, okay, he finna get on the mixing boards and, and actually do some work. But then he started asking motherfuckers sub to submit him music so basically he can put his stamp on it and he can take the credit for it he's gonna pay for the studio session he's gonna pay for whatever it is uh that that he writes the check for and then he gets the credit for it to me that's not a producer that's an executive producer but but that's a different level of you know producing uh you know music or content bro and, and i'm just sick of his shit for that so i wanted to see what y'all thoughts on, on that was because that industry practice, bro, is 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 it's old, bro. Like, how the so fuck? You care about, you care about you what? You care about Diddy making music, but you don't care about Drake having a new song. I don't care about him making music. Like, did you not hear what I said? Like, I'm actually you care I'm, about I'm, him I'm taking shots him at him not, for not, not making, making music. music. You care about him not making music, but you don't care about Drake having a new song. You got it, bro. Hey, BC, we can move on. That's a question, bro. You can't answer it. Bro, you know how the fuck I feel about Drake, bro. But like, it wasn't about Drake, just Drake. It was about the fact that we was in the middle of talking about something. And out the blue, nigga, you came in like a fucking radio drop talking about this new Drake record that we not going to act like didn't come out. Man, fuck Drake and his new record, my nigga. This the I'm sick of y'all shit podcast and I'm sick of your shit cameo. My nigga, we talking about trending shit that's going on. I, you the first person that's talking about this fucking Drake record. It's not trending, my nigga. It's not trending. You you telling me about P Diddy is the first I've heard about but you, that. But you two niggas, you two niggas have already admitted multiple times during the show that y'all didn't do nothing but stay in fucking uh, hermit caves over the weekend. So y'all don't know what the fuck's going on out here. These things that I'm talking about, they on the they they out here trending on the internet. Ain't nobody talking about Drake's record, bro. People are talking about Drake's record, bro. All right, cool. You want to talk about Drake's record, bro? Cool. Let's talk about Drake's record. We don't have to, bro. I'm just got on it. No, no, no. Talk about Drake's record, bro. You, you, you interrupted my rant about P Diddy. So now I can rant about Drake. I don't, have, matter. A, I don't, I don't have, have an opinion about P Diddy. I don't have an opinion about P Diddy because I felt like Bad Boy, it's over. It, it, it'd be all the same if Suge Knight came out of nowhere and said, "We back on." 
we back on. I really don't have an opinion about Death Row or Bad Boy in, 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 like, when it pertains to anything musically. I don't feel like, I think their time came and went. So anything that they do right now, changing your name, the P, Love Diddy, you know what I'm saying? Saying I'm back on my producer shit, whatever, this, 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 and the third. All of that, all of that basically is him trying to make himself relevant again. Bro, make a tight outfit and get Sean John back up. And nobody's going to wear that shit either. So, Do you think do you think he's doing it because everybody came after him after the uh, Black Rob situation? Possibly. I don't think it had anything to do with that because it's not like he's changing anything. People came after him about the Black Rob situation because it's the same old story with P. Diddy. You know, he basically leeches off of these artists and these people that have talent. And because he has all of the money, the notoriety, uh, he kind of built his brand. Uh, he basically he takes the credit for these for these folks shit, man. So the contracts be fucked up. Uh, my issue with P. Diddy is like you brought up Suge Knight in the executive producer uh, seat. Um, Suge Knight uh, could be considered a producer the same way as P. Diddy because he's been the executive producer that, that signed the check on a lot of his artist shit. Uh, I think that he took the same route in terms of the lack of talent and just kind of riding off of the wave of other motherfuckers that really were talented as far as the content creator. So I do, I take issue with it, bro, but I've always taken issue with some of P Diddy's practices. Like I said, uh, cameo, you know, this I've always taken issue with some of Drake's antics. So either one of them two, uh, funny acting niggas, P Diddy or Drake, which one you want me to go at tonight? Cause I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Go at Drake. He's more relevant. Okay, so I'm going to go at Drake. But before I go at Drake, I'm going to make this point. Earlier, uh, when I was asking about who's the A-list uh, nigga in the Hollywood acting scene, you brought up some um, older 50-year-old niggas that's kind of heading towards the decline. Um, and, and you said, nah, we can't really put this nigga, this nigga there. He ain't where these niggas at yet. Um, I don't know too many artists, uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, P. Diddy's history that I don't agree with over the years. P. Diddy is a fucking global icon. He's a fucking legend. So if he still is considered, or if, if Will Smith is still considered the A-list nigga, and we're going to slight Michael B. Jordan, the up-and-coming nigga that's younger in his craft, then we got to do that same, we got to get that same respect and energy to P. Diddy then. P. Diddy is in his 50s. He's still around. He's still an influence in the music industry. Even if I don't agree with his uh, his business practices, he's still there, bro. So I'm sick of your shit on that. Good but point. we can move on. Good point. But Will Smith probably has some more recent content than Diddy does. Like what? What's Will Smith's most recent uh, blockbuster hit movie? Just give it to me. Uh, what was the shit? Um, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. It was a good movie. I watched it. Uh, do you think Gemini Man is one of Will Smith's blockbuster movies on his resume? Possibly the blockbuster movie, but it was it, it was it's relevant content, and it's it's later than anything P Diddy has come out with. Music wise, you mean? Yeah, I mean, it's two different genres. Like, we're talking movies, and then we're also talking music. So, therefore, I think you could probably put out music 
at a more rapid pace than you can a film. So with that said, and I don't even think that's the latest thing that, that Will Smith has, but I'm just using that one because it's the latest one I think that I can recall. But P. Diddy doesn't have any recent music. I don't even think that he's even produced. DJ Khaled is more of a relevant producer than DJ, I mean, than uh, P. Diddy. Uh, Khaled is another motherfucker that he, he's taking the P. Diddy route. P. Diddy has enabled niggas like Khaled, a motherfucker really that ain't got no talent. I'm going to pay for the money and the promo. I'm going to put my stamp on it. I'm going to throw my ad libs on the shit and I'm going to get the credit um, for, for, for putting this out, right? Uh, and that, for real to me, that just doesn't take it. That takes away from the talent of the actual artists, the producers, the beat makers, uh, the songwriters, all of those folks that are really actually creating the content that we are tuning in for. We are not tuning in to hear you ad lib and we the best. Uh, another one. We not tuning in for that. We can take you can take them fucking ad libs off. And we not tuning. We'll still listen to the but people are tuning, but people are tuning into it though. People are tuning into it because of the actual artists, the beat makers, the songwriters. We will tune into that music whether DJ Khaled dropped it or DJ Clue dropped it. It ain't got nothing to do with them niggas putting a stamp on it like that. It's just the industry practice is what I'm saying. Not that I don't agree, but it's still what it is. It still is what it is. He's it is putting his name. Okay. So you said Gemini man, you brought up Gemini man. I got a question and then we can kind of move on from this. Uh, compare Gemini man, the Will Smith film that you brought up to without remorse, the most recent Michael B. Jordan film, which one is a better movie? I would have to put them both in the same in the same on the same level. I don't think one was better than the other. So I mean that goes to your point though that I mean Michael B. Jordan is up and he's 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 up and coming. So that means he's right there with his latest work compared to Will Smith's latest work. It's probably on the same. It's probably on the same level. So that's um that's Kobe hitting getting thirty five in a night the same night that Jordan hit thirty six. You know what I'm saying? So um I'm just saying, bro. I mean, so you think that you think that with that remorse was better than, than Gemini Man? You're muted. You're muted. My bad. Uh I do. I do think that uh without remorse was was a better movie. It was a little bit um less cheesy. Um Gemini Man was a good movie though. I mean, it was a kind of it, it was one of those movies like like I wouldn't put that up there with, with, with Will Smith's greatest work. I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I, I didn't have anything bad to say about the movie when it came out. But uh, I think that Without Remorse was just, you know, it was a better written story. Uh, and there were more actors in the movie uh, supporting roles that kind of made it. It was it was a more entertaining film for me to watch uh, from, from just from an actor standpoint. Do you follow yeah. the temp? Do you follow the Tom Clancy sagas, the Rainbow Six sagas? Uh, I'm, I'm only familiar with them because I'm a gamer, and uh, Tom Clancy, uh, you know his his storylines and the Rainbow Six saga. But uh, no, nah, I don't. You know that was actually I've, I've watched some of the movies, but uh, I, I'm not really a big fan of them. I'm just familiar. So this is what I'm saying. If you're saying it's better written, that's because Tom Clancy wrote the book 
years ago. Now they right. did a great they did a great job of casting. That's and not that's not any of the actors. That's not Michael B. Jordan's fault that he got casted in a, a lead role or a great book that it's was written. It okay, don't matter. It was a better story. Time out. Time out. But at the same time out because the the problem is though Michael B. Jordan is still kind of like which he's he's still kind of new. He's not new, but he's newish. So you if you're gonna compare him to Will Smith, then you would have to go back to where Will Smith where he was at that age or when he came out. So how many movies did he have under his belt when he was where Michael B. Jordan is? Like you, you can't, cause I mean, Will Smith has been around forever. I'm not, I'm not comparing him to Will Smith. My, my argument or my debate is I put Michael B. Jordan in the list of a list black male leading role actors that we have available in the casting pool in today's times. He brought up Will Smith and he said, no, he's not A-list because we still got people like Will Smith and Jamie Foxx in the game, niggas that are in their 50s, bro. They they not getting uh, young, black, leading actor roles anymore, bro. They, they, they getting different roles because of their age group. So what I'm saying is Michael B. Jordan, in terms of those niggas that's going to get those leading roles, those young, black, uh, leading male actor roles, is he not A-list? And this nigga brought up Will Smith. I wasn't trying to compare him to Will Smith because Will Smith, he's not going to get the roles that Michael B. Jordan is going to get in today's times. He's I'm not, not going to I'm not going to knock Michael B. Jordan for nothing at all because, like, honestly, Creed, both Creeds to me are... Okay, there's not too many movies that I can go and watch again. I'll watch both Creeds back to back. Just because one, the story itself, everything he's, actor, about it, he's a great actor. Everything, everything about it. So, like, I'm not, I'm not knocking Michael B. Jordan at all. Like, but I'm just saying. I don't know. I just think it's still too early to call him legend. Yeah, and I took back. I, I pulled back on the legend. You I said, all right, maybe not legend. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. He's going to be pro Michael B. Jordan because he's fucking Killmonger. We can move on. It's <laughs> Shout out okay, to Michael so B. Jordan, man. Eric Killmonger. Let me, well, let me you ask you this. Apollo, me, Apollo Creed's bastard son. Let um, me ask you this. While we're, while we're talking about Michael B. Jordan, so... Um, not necessarily a list, but you know you have uh, like generations of actors. So like all the actors that were on like the best man, the best man series, um, the Wood, you know Tay Diggs, all of them. Usually they have groups of them. So with Michael B. Jordan, who else is in that? I guess group. You would you would call it of, of because there's there's not too many like strong male roles like or leading leading actors anymore. There's not really any that have come out. I don't even know if, if what I'm trying there, to say. There's a few. Uh, my man that just was in the uh, the Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Daniel Kuya. Is that is that how you pronounce his last name? Um, I think that he's he's up there. He's he's had some some very compelling roles, man. Um, and and um, uh, my guy that play that that plays uh, Franklin Saint Snowfall. Uh, he's he's getting to that to that point. Um, but 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 there are some guys that I think Hollywood would look at these guys first as far as those young 
uh, leading male actors. And I got Michael B. Jordan at the top of that list. I, I can't think of niggas that are really on his level in today's news or today's movies. I like, like I said, I was speaking of Trevor Jackson earlier. Um, I don't think he's on the level of Michael B. Jordan yet, but I think he is one of those. If he don't make it, he's going to be kind of slept or considered slept on. Another cat is a dude who was in the movie in the movie with um, with um, the shit that came out during COVID, where um, and we talked about it. Um, golly, why can't I think of the little the little, the little young chick that's that's up? There was a Disney, and they did the movie where it was just the two of them in the movie, the whole thing. Um, You talking about that? Um, I, I never even watched that movie. We we talked about that. On the yeah, I thought you said you watched it. I don't know the name of it. I think I know the film. I, it was like a uh, a couple, the whole movie, yeah. and it was just dialogue of them just kind of arguing. Like, something. Dialogue. Yeah, it was a that was a good uh, movie. But I talking thought... about Denzel Washington's son. Is that his son? Yeah, that's Denzel Washington's son. Uh, John David. John David I did, Washington. Did not know that. Is that is that his name, John David, or something like that? I'm about to Google it. I didn't know. I didn't know that. It's Denzel Washington's son, bro. Uh, yeah, I got him up there, but he just don't have. He ain't got the catalog yet that Michael B. Jordan got. Man, Michael B. Jordan dates back to Lil Wallace in The Wire. Uh, was was the first time that I can remember seeing him. And first time uh, I saw Michael B. Jordan was on Friday Night Lights the TV show. That was after The Wire, though, right? He was super young on the wire, bro. Like he might have been 15, 16. He was like a teenager on on a Friday Night Lights too. You know, um, going back to oh, his I role, not, I did not know that that was Denzel Washington's son, bro. That's crazy. Yes, Denzel Washington's son. He's a, he's a great actor, bro. I would like to see him in more roles, uh, Hollywood. If you listen to man, please get that brother in some more roles because he got a lot of talent too. And I mean, he comes from a bloodline of it. So uh yeah, bro, John David, I believe is his name, right? The other dude that played um that played Easy E, he was doing good. He was on shot, he was on a shot too. He was doing good until that little mishap he had there. I think he kind of fucked his name up in, in Hollywood now. Now I don't think a lot of people want to fuck with him. But he he was up and coming. Um yeah, um, he no, he fucked real. up. He got in trouble. Yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't know if he was. A, you know who else? Uh, Ellis Hodge. Are you talking about? Brought up the NWA movie. That's the nigga that played MC Ren. No, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about. I know uh, you weren't talking about him, but I'm just I'm, I'm I'm asking what's your opinion on him as an actor, Ellis Hodge. That played Ren. Is it? What other movies is he in? The last movie I saw me and he was in that movie. Um. And it might be an older movie. It might be a couple of years old, but he was in that movie um, with Taraji. Um, she was like a sports agent or something where she could read men's mind. It was like a, a, a reboot of uh, what women want, right? Um, and he was in that. He was like the leading actor in that role or, or supporting actor in that role uh, or that movie. Um, but he's been in a lot of, he, he's been in a few different films. Um, you 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 have you not familiar with Ellis Hodge, bro? Not for real. Let me see what's going on with Ellis Hodge. 
I don't know, bro, but I got Michael B. Jordan up there. Uh, I am. He's definitely the top. There, bro. Like, I think he's number one on that list at this point. He's number one. If anybody disagrees with me, let me know. But I, th- I got Michael B. Jordan number one. Do you think the pandemic made it harder for stars to come up since a lot of, you know, like Netflix had to step up and start making movies um, through through there? Do you think because the major network, the major I guess networks weren't making them. Do you think it it's um, I can't think of the word, but like I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of stars, but when you're not making movies, what are you gonna do? And some a lot of people, even though that's what made that's what made the movie Zendaya. That's her name. The movie with John David um, Washington and the and the Zendaya chick. That's what made that so dope. Is because they were able to create that. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much with with just two people. You know what I'm saying? During COVID, one cameraman or whatever, however they did it, that's what made that so genius. You know what I'm saying? And it was. It was just really. You watched that entire movie based on just the, the dialogue itself. Listen, I don't know, bro. I haven't watched the movie, so I, I'm I'm not uh, speaking from experience, but. I will tell you that uh, when it was trending in my timeline, uh, most of the opinion, the sentiment was that it was kind of trash. They could have kept that movie. Uh, Nothing to take away from the actors and their job, but the movie itself just wasn't the substance just wasn't there from what I saw. It wasn't. That's why I never went back to watch it, because it didn't it didn't seem like it was it was uh, something that was a must see. Is it a must see cameo? Would you say it's a must see? Someone for someone who 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 claims to be really more so who values content like you do, and 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 you know what I'm saying as you say you're a content creator. I think you would appreciate it. Most niggas, most niggas is watching movies to be entertained. They're not watching it to see how artistic the movie is. Artistically, the movie was fucking dope. The acting was dope. Like you saw two people like in their fucking bag. You saw Zendaya who's coming up. Like if you want to talk about females in the same context that we're talking about these male actors, she's coming up. I like her. I like her in, in a lot of the stuff that she's doing right now. The, the other HBO thing uh, that she's on talking she's about. The male but she was a Disney character. But now that she's a grown woman, now that she's a grown woman, she's 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 doing her thing as far as like acting, but like that to me, like that showed, that showed a lot of skill on both their parts on both their parts. Like they was in their bag and they had to be, cause it was just them too. It wasn't no, it wasn't no crazy backdrops. It wasn't nothing to, to catch your eye. I think shit, the movie was in black and white, if I'm not mistaken, like, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it's kind of like they had to do their thing. And if you appreciate the art of acting It'd be the same thing like if you went and watched a stage play. Everybody's not gonna go watch a stage play because they're not gonna appreciate what's what's going on. They're like, man, this shit is boring. I, I follow you, bro. You 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 said you suggesting that I should watch it for for most of the reasons that I watch content anyway. I'm 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 watching it for my mental notes and and uh, just kind of you know looking at uh, some of the art form behind the storytelling, the acting, and, and so on and so forth. So I'll watch it for that reason. I'm gonna tell you right now, if I if I'm wasting my time on, on on marketing industry research, I will come back to you on that. That's fine. You should watch it for the same reason you should listen to Drake records for the content. Yeah, no, Drake, Drake is just uh super corny 
uh for me these days so i'm i'm cool on drake uh i am waiting on my nigga kendrick to come back but i want to talk about something else if, if y'all don't mind i want to move on from kind of the entertainment piece um there's this this tweet that went out um somebody out of the uh the trans uh community shonda brooks i'm not familiar with shonda brooks but apparently she's somebody in the trans community and uh she came out with this tweet uh kind of going at Caitlyn jenner uh cat uh, aka bruce jenner made a statement that um she's not in favor of uh boys you know uh trans that were born uh biologically as males competing in female sports and so this Shonda Brooks character, she came out and she said, if Caitlyn Jenner is in favor of trans youth being banned by playing in female sports, then she should lead by example and all her achievements in the Olympics stripped because to be honest and fair, Bruce got them awards and not Cat. Do what? Okay. Um. I want to touch on this because uh, I am sick of y'all shit and who I'm talking to is anybody that agrees uh, with the idea, the notion that um, somebody who changes their gender identity, what gender they uh, identify as uh, somebody that is a man that uh, changes or a male that changes their identity uh, to identify as a female. I don't believe that you should then be allowed to play in female sports leagues. Uh, I agree with uh, the, the the person formerly known as Bruce Jenner on this, uh, who was an Olympic medal winning, uh, legendary fucking athlete in man sports, right? Here's the problem with this, this, this Shonda character. Um, she's saying that, that, that Bruce should, should, should be stripped of all of his awards, all of his achievements, all of his medals that he won as a man in man sports because he disagrees with a man being able to take that talent into female sports. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, this is not a situation where now that Bruce has, has converted and changed over his gender identity uh, to identify as a female, this man has is not trying to compete in sports against other women. So I'm just, I'm sick of y'all shit. If y'all believe that there's logic behind this train of thought, I don't think that, uh, because you choose to uh, choose a different gender identity that you should then be allowed to play in female sports. Um, now, if a female wants to get into man sports, I don't know if I feel the same way. So there might be a double standard there. But definitely, I think that um, it's a disadvantage for somebody that was born a male um, to be playing female sports. And I, and I just think that that, that, that tweet that went out attacking uh jenner just didn't make sense to me so i'll get y'all thoughts on that um i mean i saw the the treat the or i'm sorry the post or the story from caitlin jenner uh when she came out of course she's i believe she's running for governor um in california so she's you know um got a lot to say about absolutely everything um i i kind of a it's on a fence because again i mean since she didn't try to play any sports once she crossed over and became a woman, I mean, what she got while she was a man is what she got while she was a man. So, I mean, she put her two cents in, but then you open yourself up for this. I don't think her, her medal should be stripped as 
that she won as a man because that was apparently a whole, di- I mean, literally it's a whole transformation. So that was a whole different, different lifetime. But, you know, somebody always has something to say about something. I mean, I grew up in a small town. We actually had a girl that played football. Um, she went on to be a cage fighter. She's, you know, but um, she played football just like, just like the boys and, and made it, made a, a thing of it. I, I just, but I agree with you as far as no, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel they should play. It's not the same. I don't care what you have done, even as a, you know, in high school up until they get to a certain age, you can't even do the, the reassignment, you know, surgeries. Um, you can take, I know you can take the, the hormone supplements and things like that, but it, it's not physically, chemically, it's not, it's not the same thing. I don't, I don't believe they should be allowed to do that. Um, it's, it's a very fine line. I just don't, Grand scheme, there's just bigger things going on in the world, and it's just crazy that this is even a topic of conversation because it's like in the grand scheme, there's so much, so many other things that we could be talking about. But um, yeah, in regards to that, I, I don't. I'm right there with you, Holly. How you feel, Cammy? Up. I don't really have too much to say about this situation at all. Who, what's her name again? She's a um, Sean. What'd you say? Was Shonda what? Um, it's on, it's on the tweet. Uh, hold on. Give me a second. The fuck is this motherfucker's name? Shonda Brooks. The, Shonda her, Brooks. Her name is the Shonda Brooks. Okay. So I'm going to go on record to say this. Shonda Brooks, you are a fucking clown. And I'm just going to leave it at that. No, nah, man. Like for real. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like um, I don't think that there's any criticism coming from Jenner. A lot of people are criticizing Jenner and saying that uh, he or she became the poster child for the LGBT movement uh, when she uh, decided to, you know, convert her gender over. But Jenner has has maintained from the jump that it had nothing to do with her sexual preference change. You know, he just wanted to start identifying as a woman but you know he didn't get the the operation and he continued his sexual uh, orientation remained the same and that's what the folks are saying in this uh climate that you know gender identity and sexual orientation are not one and the same and if that's what the narrative is going to be i don't i don't think that gender is being a hypocrite by saying hey look um you know i didn't ask to be the poster child because i changed my identity uh, you know, to, to, to identify as something else. My sexual preference has not changed. Uh, and I have issue with uh, boys that are now identifying as girls having that unfair advantage in female sports. I agree with it. The only thing that I agree with should be stripped award-wise is whatever this... Caitlyn Jenner, whatever, um, give back that Courage Award, that SB Courage Award that, that you got. That's the only that's the only award that I think that um, should be rescinded because um, that was some bullshit. But I don't. But I'm not. I'm not going to get too much into this topic due to the the fact that it will go against the policy of my uh, place of employment to speak on to speak my. Uh, my real opinion on this matter. Um, so with that said, 
Shonda Brooks or whatever your name is, you're a clown. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, give back the SB Courage Award because you shouldn't have got it. And I'm going to leave it at that. You saying that Jenner shouldn't have got the award because. Absolutely the fuck not. I don't I don't remember why they gave Jenner the award. Uh I thought you were basically alluding to the fact that she kind of took advantage of all of the press and the attention uh with them trying to make uh her her decision, you know, um, you know, the poster decision for the LGBT community. Uh and that's why you're saying that 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 she needs to give the award back. But you you saying what? You're not saying that? They gave Bruce Caitlyn Jenner the award because of the claim that it showed a lot of courage to make that decision given the light that Bruce Jenner was in already. The ESPYs are sports awards, sports-related awards. Each year they give the SB2, an SB2, someone who is currently doing something in sports. The same year that there was, the same year that Bruce Caitlyn Jenner won the Courage Award, there was a young lady playing college volleyball, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember her name. Um, I can't remember her name. I, I want to say it was volleyball that had just, um, beat cancer um the dude that played with the chiefs what's his name um eric uh used to play safety for the chiefs i can't think of his last name right now i don't know why but um eric berry eric berry had just came back on the field had beat the the lymphoma so um, that, that he was he was up for the award the same year that Jenner won it. We don't know who was up for the award. We just know that Kate, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner won the award during the same times that these things were going on in sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I mean. Like I don't know if there was like a list of people, but I mean you're saying that they, they, they don't do it like that because that's kind of disrespectful. They don't say, "Well, this person had more courage than the other person." They just give the courage award out to somebody. Give the courage award back because you didn't you didn't deserve it. That didn't take courage. That took money. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of agree. I think I agree with you on that. Uh, if I don't know the other the other uh, athlete that you brought up, but I did. Uh, you know, when you said Eric Berry, uh, Eric Berry, you know, he had that situation. And uh, the way that he bounced back, man, if, if 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 that was going on around the same time, then I agree with you for that for that reason that there might have been some folks that uh, might have deserved the award more. But man, it was it was just it was the agenda, man, the propaganda, um, and what's going on in the world with with that community, and and uh, it's just one of those things we just got to accept, bro. Um, what else we got? Uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna come back and get into the. Oh uh, yeah, man, because I'm I'm over here taking love that, that love language quiz. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm taking the quiz right now from my phone, so that's why I keep going down. They actually got an app. Uh, when I when I clicked on the link that's that's in the comments, 
and uh, it asked me if I wanted to take the quiz on the browser or, or uh, take it in the app. And I clicked on download the app. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing up this quiz. So if any of our viewers uh, take this quiz with your boy, man, so we can get into this after the commercial break. So, um, I guess kind of giving a background, I um, want to let the viewers and listeners know. So, love language is basically defined as it's how you communicate and express um, your life in, in both platonic and romantic relationships. It's kind of how you speak um, to the other person for whatever reason. It, it's just how you, how you break it down. Um, did a little research and said basically, you know, people tend to express love to their partners in a way that they want to receive it. So it goes back to the, the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you want done to you. Um, and so we have this little quiz that we found apparently that you answered some questions on. Um, Holly kind of brought it to my attention. There's a couple different quizzes. So uh, the one that I personally took is a little bit different than the one that he's over there taking because I took a, a singles quiz and he has a couple's one to take. Um, you know, but that's kind of what we're, we're touching base on because it, it's important to know, um, of course it's more, it's always important to know yourself. Um, if you know your partner, that makes it even better because you can go from there. Communication is key. Um, if we're listening to what Holly is, you know, hit home quite a few times in our podcast, take it slow, slow down and take the time to get to know whoever it is you're dealing with. Um, but of course with love languages, it says love language, but it's not just your sexual partners. It's, it's any relationship, uh, honestly, that you're, you're dealing with. Um, so the quiz is in the, if you're in the group chat, um, I'm sorry, in the group, it is listed there with our podcast. And I, I don't know if they put it in the live, but I'm sure if you really want it, you can reach out to us and we can make sure that you yeah. get it. It's in both places. Um, okay. So the, the the love languages I'm actually uh, almost done with with the quiz, and uh, like you said, BC, there actually are several different um, quizzes that you can take. Um, but you know, when we decided that we was gonna do this show, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, so I went to the website, and uh, there was actually a book that was written uh, on the five love languages, and that's what these quizzes are, are kind of coming from. Some of the things that were touched on in the book. And I bought the book over the weekend, so uh, I, I've started to kind of uh, read the book. I have not gotten very deep off into it, but I'll tell you kind of the gist of the concept of what we're talking about tonight is uh, just basically everybody has a different love language uh, preference, and uh, he kind of compared it to, uh, you know, the language of, of, of different people, different dialects. And uh, if you don't speak a person's primary language, even if they have a secondary or a third language that they speak, if you don't speak their primary language, uh, then you might not uh, be able to effectively communicate with them. And so he, he basically, you know, has a theory that uh, love languages work in the same manner and uh, everybody has a primary love language that they speak. So, um, BC, you said you took the, the singles quiz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I took the I took the singles quiz. 
Um, I mean, I can tell you, yeah, it was, uh, the gentleman's name is Dr. Gary Chapman. Uh, he's a pastor, radio host, uh, among other things. And they, it looks like back in 1992 was when he, he wrote the book. Uh, it was aimed at mostly married Christian couples because he is a pastor. He's a senior pastor at, uh, at a church. Um, and so he kind of wrote it to try and help those folks. And then, of course, the Internet is the Internet. And so, of course, they got it and kind of ran with it. Um, if you spend any time on social media, you know, a lot of people anymore say this is my love language. This is my love language. But it breaks down to there's still five basic love languages based on on what he's kind of said. Um, it's kind of renowned amongst, um, you know, amongst a lot of people. That's kind of the core that anybody builds off of and, and goes from there. Um, I don't know. Did you get did you get a chance to get done with it? I, I mean, I can explain what they are um, or we can wait. Yeah, so no, we can I'm, over your results. I'm uh, I'm actually I got two questions left. Uh, you said you took the singles uh, quiz. I'm actually taking the couples quiz, uh, which I guess the quizzes are different. So I got two questions left and I'm and I'm and I'm going to touch on it. I will say this, though. Um, I think that you you said that it's kind of the same um concept as the golden rule you know you treat others like you want to be treated um i've never really believed in that bc um and i don't i don't know if i and let me explain why i don't know if if i'm you know right in line with 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 this uh author's theory about love languages but i have always thought uh, and i used to say this to uh some of my my exes in previous relationships i've always believed that you don't treat a person like you want to be treated you treat a person like they want to be treated I think that we move further if 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 I find out what it is that 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 you prefer to uh, be treated like uh, how you prefer to be loved on. And I think that that's what love languages are. Uh, my primary love language, which is how I prefer to be treated, might not be your primary love language. Ain't that what we speaking to tonight? It is. I mean, and I was going to say, so, you know, the when I kind of looked at what what they're explaining it to be and then, you know, kind of tied it with the golden rule, it still comes down to, though, at some point, the older you get, um, you, you learn that people will and can only really understand you from their level of perception. Um, but that's a whole separate thing. Again, that's why you want to be yoked with somebody that, that's on the same page um, as you or else you're just going to keep running into barriers. I mean, I'm a firm believer first, you know, I'm going to treat you how I want to be treated and I'm going to treat you accordingly. Hopefully it's the same way. But, um, you know, as you get older and, and you learn more of this thing called life, you, you learn that, you know, people don't, don't do what they're supposed to do or, or how you were taught people are supposed to do um, good, bad or otherwise. What we doing? What version did you take the quiz, Cameo? What what quiz did you take? I think it's single. Can you hear me? I did not hear you. What'd you say? I took the singles. So both of y'all took the singles quiz. Can we talk about y'all results? I got my results, but I wanna I wanna know about y'all singles results because uh both of my co-hosts were claiming that they are single. Uh, that, that that's a whole nother opinion that I have on the concept of being single. I'm not saying that y'all not single. I just have a, my own thoughts and reservations over the, the, the status of being single and what that truly means. But y'all took the single quiz because y'all are uh, claiming to be single. I'd like to know y'all what that means, but I'm going to go ahead and just share my results. I'm not even going to touch on that fuckery, but um. Said my primary love language is physical touch. 
a person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. I don't know if that's true. Hug pats on the back and thoughtful touches on the arm. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicate warmth, safety, and love to you. Um, it broke it down into the five languages that this author has as languages of love, which I, I thought was kind of, I, I think that the list should be a little more than this, but um, based on this, on this creator's uh, list of languages, I was 40% touch, physical touch, 7% acts of service, 7% receiving gifts, 20% quality time, and 27% words of affirmation. So my top two was physical touch and words of affirmation. What what uh, was the percentage on also? 40% physical touch, 7% acts of service, 7% receiving gifts, 20% quality time. Twenty-seven percent words of affirmation. Okay, so basically, you have forty percent, which uh, that was kind of your dominant, and that was physical touch. What, what, what about you, BC? What was yours on on the singles results? Um, my primary love language is acts of service. Um, it says. Uh, Let's see, can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Uh, anything you can do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. Uh, the words he or she most wants to hear is let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language that their feelings don't matter. Uh, when others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Um, in response, so that was 30%. I got 20% on the words of affirmation and quality time, uh, 17 on physical touch, and 13 on receiving gifts. All right, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share my screen uh, to go over my results from the uh, the couples quiz. Can I get my uh, Can I get my screen? Okay, so. It got me split between quality time and physical touch, uh, 27% on both of them. Um, and Cameo, yours was physical touch, right? So you read that one. Quality time, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and love distractions postponed dates or the failure to listen can be especially especially hurtful quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities uh it got me split between quality time and physical touch um i think that that i think that that's fairly accurate um if if i had to uh rate or assess myself and and 
as far as the love languages but um i'm just looking at these love languages the the categories that that that, that you can fall up under quality time physical touch uh words of affirmation acts of service and receiving gifts um i think that it's more love languages than this do y'all do y'all think that I, I think that that's just kind of the feeling that i'm getting from this well and that's what i was saying i mean over time since he initially came out with it um you know as um you heard cameo say earlier music is is a love language um it's, it's any way that you speak to your partner your friend whatever so um as corny as it sounds i mean i guess food tacos could be a love language if that's what you really wanted to do um, I actually read a study where they were talking about on Reddit um, that, you know, people took it and ran with it. And there's a lot of people that self-identify their love languages, like a lot of people would their astrological sign, um, you know, like, hi, you know, my name is Brenda. I'm a Scorpio. And my love language is X, Y, Z. Um, but again, that's kind of what happened when he wrote the book. It was for married couples within, you know, the ministry and and it got online and it just kind of took off from there. And so, um you know, I read a couple different articles where they kind of checked with him and asked him how he felt uh, as far as if it got away from the original message. Um, and he said, you know, it kind of did, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't, I, I don't, I did that or otherwise it is what it is. I, I believe that, you know, like those may be the cores and then some of these other things could possibly be like subcategories. Um, it's kind of how I, kind of how I look at it. Just like there's, you know, at one time, Plato described seven different types of love. Um, so to each their own and, and what you feel is a love language might not necessarily mean the same thing to someone. It's, it's based on their perception, their level of perception. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think this is, uh, this particular platform was, uh, was really accurate. Um, just due to the fact that like like you said some people go off of zodiac signs or whatever and this and that so if that's the case then that means there's at the minimum 12 different love languages because if well, I, what else what else would you be able to add to this to these categories because i mean i'm looking at the categories they they are pretty broad so you could kind of put a lot of things i think bc said something about tacos but um tacos will be either acts of services or receiving gifts right i still think that there might be more love languages than this um you know for for for, for a lot of people you know their 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 uh preference of communication or affection that's being shown it just comes down to like that that individual and um you know even though you might be able to put something specific uh more detailed under one of these broad categories um it may not apply to everything under that broad category so like receiving gifts for instance right uh i might not i'm not really big on gifts myself it says that i'm three percent receiving gifts right um but at the same time there are certain gifts you know uh that that, that i could receive that will really brighten up my day even though i'm not really into receiving gifts uh, there are certain gifts like if if, if you bring me uh, a bag of weed, I'm just using this as an example because I like to smoke weed. Y'all see this uh, week in and week out. But a bag of weed would mean just as much to me as some quality time. You can give me a bag of weed and then be like, babe, I'm going to see you later. I ain't spending no quality time with you today, but you got your GG. You got your green goblin and you good. I would still have 
or place the same amount of value on that particular gift, uh, even though I'm not really into gifts. It's certain gifts that I might put up there. So that's that's my issue with this is that uh, even though it, you know, it has your percentages and it breaks breaks it down, there might be certain uh, acts uh, of love or affection that might fall up under these categories, specific acts that, that, that you actually place high value on because because that, that's how i am about certain gifts even though it only got me a three percent on the gifts okay i'm gonna give my little my little take on it because i'm i'm extra i'm light-skinned and, and that's just what we are um so i follow a couple different people that, that do you know videos and things like that and so one of the ladies the young ladies that i follow she basically says you know everybody has seasons the bible references it um spiritual people everybody has seasons i honestly kind of looking over all of the the five types that they have i believe i mean i can see where i am the acts of service now but i mean shit i'm a single mom i have five children um to me acts of service is is a beautiful thing because shit we get tired mother's day is coming up you know i've been doing it by myself forever so i mean in the space that i am in right now Acts of service, it, it makes sense to me. I honestly feel that as you go through life, um, the seasons that you go through in life, um, as you get older, what you've dealt with, I honestly think that it can change. So, you know, two years from now, if I was to take the test again, I might not have the same, you know, love language uh, main topic that I have right now, because maybe, you know, two years from now, I'll be in a different place. I'll be you know, settle down and, and I won't have a lot of the burdens. And at that point, Hey, I'm all about quality time or, you know, maybe I'm going to be with some, you know, somebody and we're, Hey, he's got social security. I don't know shit. And we're in a better place. And I want my gifts. Like my love language is going to be little trinkets of gifts and things. Um, I haven't really seen where anybody speaks to that, but that's kind of how I feel. And that's kind of how I took it is that at any given point in time, I think it can change just based on where you're at. Um, and I almost don't see how it couldn't, if, if that makes sense, because you shouldn't be the same person. I'm not the same person I was in my 20s. Um, I mean, I, I don't want the same things that I wanted in my 20s. And in my 50s, I hopefully don't want the same things I want now. So, you know, that that's just kind of my two cents on it. Maybe I'm reading too deep into it, but I wouldn't be me if I didn't. And I'm not even the, the weed smoker. So why are y'all looking at me like that? <laughs> I was just tripping off of the social security. But, uh, my physical touch was pretty high on this thing. That's crazy. Like, um, Basically, then, I, I took physical touch as um, you like to fuck. Physical not, touch is like it's just being touched. That wasn't even the questions. Like, the questions that it was asking... I wasn't. I didn't like this test. To be honest with you, like I didn't. I didn't really like. Wait a minute. If you like the fuck, if you like the fuck, that wouldn't fall up under physical touch. No, because I enjoy that quite a lot, and that I didn't get physical touch. That has nothing to do with what they're talking about in the grant. That's not. That's like a gently touching your arm or a where, hug after where, a long day. Where does sex fall in where where would that fall in does it fall into any of those well, according to this specific test it did not it doesn't in anything on here like it didn't even ask any questions about sexual encounters like it didn't ask that so therefore like that's what i'm saying like this i think sex is some people's love language and so 
That's what I was about to say. Like for some, but you got to look at who wrote the test. This is a, a senior pastor at Calvary Baptist Church, and, and that's this, what I'm this, this his test, book was created for his married couple. This test itself didn't didn't really touch every area. What I was gonna say earlier, you know, what I'm saying it was like, like what you spoke on as far as zodiac signs or whatever. There was a book that I read a while back called Sexual Astrology, and it actually breaks down. It was more sexually based, but it did break down like what each zodiac sign responds to, which I look at as a, as a language. Um, but it was more. It was more about it was sexual energy. It was kind of like what gets you going as far as like relationships and things like that. And the book itself was pretty accurate. It was pretty accurate. I don't think I have it anymore, but I used to, I used to have it. I bought it um, after my my um, college girlfriend had actually um, got it from a friend of hers, and we read it. And so I ended up buying it or whatever because it was pretty it's pretty accurate. But it it, it that in itself had more than just these five acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch. Like I'm just, I, and I'm sitting here trying to think like what falls into these categories. Like yeah, the sex falling into the physical touch, but based on the questions that this that this test was asking, it didn't say anything about sex. It was like it was yeah, asking like. I'm, Would I'm you rather have your hand touched versus yeah, you a gift? I'm reading the physical touch description. It says this language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touching, very touchy. Um, basically talking about hugs, pats on the back, though that sort of thing. So from what I gather, if a person's love language, and I and I do know quite a few people in the world uh, throughout life whose love language was as simple as sex. They like to have a lot of sex. If, 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 if they uh, busting nuts, then everything is all good. Uh, that, that was the thing, the, the, the act of affection that they, that, that that's their go-to. So if sex doesn't fall up under that, man, like I feel like that's a realistic uh, language that a lot of people are, are, are seeking in, in, in the area of love. So, like, I have an issue with that. I think I take the same issue that my co-hosts do. But I got an issue with you, Cameo, bringing up um, these, um, I guess, what you consider love languages associated with the Zodiac sign. See, I, I, I get I get real irritated, man, about really profiling or, or being able to um, categorize people based off of you know, the month or the, you know, the, 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 the uh, time of the year that they were born. I think that people are just more individuals than that. I've always felt that way. There might well, be some correlation the same way until I read the, until I read the book and the book, like I said, was very accurate. Like even reading the book and just asking somebody like, Hey, what's your sign? What time was you born? What day? Cause it was very specific. It was like the day you were born like and and match with somebody else who was born on this specific day like it was it, the book itself was was real pinpoint and so in asking different people not just myself but asking different people the shit was pretty fucking accurate now of course it, it, it wasn't a hundred percent accurate but it was like 
like it might be like, okay, yeah, that's spot on, that's spot on, wait, that's way fucking left. This is, you know, well, maybe not so much that, but this is, yeah, like you was doing a lot of that while reading it. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I felt the well, same what's way. What's the name of this book, bro? Sexual Astrology. Sexual Astrology. I mean, I can tell you when you start getting into astrology, um, you know, there's the basic astrology, like what 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 month were you born? And then there's the the deeper delving as far as what's your what's your rising. I mean, what's your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon sign? Um, you know, you got to look at because, again, each one of those has a different thing when you get into astrology. Um, if you go into like numerology, you got your life path, which is basically you're adding up all the digits of your birthday. Um, and that corresponds to a life path number that kind of goes over the gist of what your life is going to be. Um, you know, I'm big on rising sun and, and moon. That's why I will try to ask somebody what time they were born. Um, an exact time is even better. Oh, he pulled it up. He pulled, uh, both of you have pulled it up. I don't want to see your porn history. Okay. Okay. Yes. Both of you have pulled it up. Congratulations. Um, but hey, I mean, trash cameo. I swear to God, if the Drake track is trash, if this book is trash, bro, I'm on your ass. What about the movie? Are you gonna watch the movie too? Remember, he gave you a movie too, or you're what not gonna movie? watch it? What movie? The movie, the black and white movie with the two people. Oh, uh, that that movie, um, I'm gonna be watching that for a different reason. Uh, that that's gonna that's part of my work day. Uh, but, but but these things right here, this this will be for a different reason. So uh, I promise you, uh, Cameo, if the shit is trash, I'm on your ass. Go ahead, uh, BC. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let me let me respond to that bullshit. We are two different individuals. You already are gonna listen to a Drake song. And already have your opinion about Drake, so you're not gonna go. Me, I think Drake is the is is the is the best artist out right now, and he's really pushing for greatest of all time. So, therefore, uh, when artists, Drake, he's pushing for greatest artist or rapper of all time. What are you talking about, artist? Yeah. Who's so, the greatest artist of all time? Like, give me three artists of all time that that you saying Drake is. In that category, give him, give me the three of them. Prince, Michael Jackson, Prince, Michael Jackson, Drake with Michael Jackson and Prince. At some point in time, yeah, we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about Drake in the same light. This generation will talk about Drake the way that we talk about Michael Jackson and Prince. It ain't it ain't just it ain't just one two three or four generations that talk about michael jackson and prince the way our generation does right so if you wait if you're relying on one generation wait a minute if you're relying on one generation to carry drake into the the, the promised land of goats then my nigga, don't hold your breath bro it's gonna take more than one generation with those names just those two names we mentioned because it's more it's more that we can put there's up definitely there. is more. There's definitely you know, more. But what, I'm, but what I'm saying is there's this. There's three or four generations that, that, that rock today. Okay, so let me ask y'all this, because both y'all are getting sidetracked. Um, in regards to the love language, do you think it's better if, okay, so we're saying that, you know, we're finding out early on, you're, you're with somebody, you haven't taken a test or, or whatever, you know yourself now, you know what your, what your language is. 
do you think it's better to have someone with the exact same love language as you or different um, as far as, you know, if it's different, it gives you a chance to kind of grow and bloom? Or do you want someone who is exactly the same way as you when it comes to love language? Two people that's on the same page. Um, the two people that's on the same page will always work. Um, two people that can that can relate to each other, um, especially when you're talking love languages. What makes that person feel special? What makes that person feel warm and fuzzy on the inside? If the two people both share that same thing um, and reciprocate the same thing, then that's always going to be a plus. Um, the problem is, is like you said earlier, when 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 you shift, when you shift, you may not shift to the same thing. You may not shift to the same thing. You might get one person who. Um, I don't know, but like you shift, you might shift to just two completely like just just two completely different love languages and then you're no longer compatible if that's the case. I don't know. People grow. Well, people. I got an issue. But are you sticking with just one that there's, I mean, I know the list said that there's a primary, but I mean, are you sticking with you just have one main one? Because like, like you said, you have music and it's saying you have, you have touching. So if you have somebody that, let's say you have music, touching and tacos, you've got somebody that's got the tacos and the music just because they don't have the touching or you just, I mean, like, is it a complete, no, I think two, people, two people can change each other's preferences. And like, uh, I think an individual can change another individual's preferences as well. Um, it might just be things that you thought you liked prior to being with this person. And this person did something to make you not like it. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Um, quick story I'll share it on, on, on topic of that. Um, one of my favorite things in the world is is French silk pie. Again, I like affection and things like that. So um, a, a young lady I was dating at one point in time um, on my birthday, she bought me a French silk pie and we was we was eating French silk pie. And for whatever reason, she thought it would be cool to put a piece of French silk pie in her mouth and then try to kiss me completely fucked up my whole taste for French silk pie after that. Like I was no good for a couple of years. I now like French silk pie again, but like at the time, completely fucked me up. Completely fucked me up. She thought that was some some sexy shit, some cool shit to do. And I thought it was fucking disgusting. You you didn't really like that young lady. That's just the bottom fucking line. You didn't really like that young lady. Uh, if, if, if she was able to, to give you that level of disgust where something that was a favorite of yours became disgusting to you for years after the fact, you just didn't fucking like that young lady and, uh, shouts out to that young lady. I feel bad for you. Uh, I'm sick of that shit because here's, let me, let me, let me speak on what y'all talking about. Let me make sure I gather this, what y'all gathering, what, what y'all talking about is the concept of a person's preferences, uh, who they are, what they prefer, what turns them on changing during the course of a relationship or a lifetime. Uh, how is that fair? Uh, is, is that something? Cause I just, I don't, I don't know if I rock with that. I am who I am. I can only be me. 
I've always um I've always leaned on the notion of of uh the concept of people don't change. Uh you, you can only be who you are and you might go through transitions of life in learning who you are. You do go through periods of life. Let me finish. You go through periods of life that when you were younger these things were what you would what what you appeal to and now that you're older you don't really rock with those things anymore but it's a little deeper than that in, in terms of the way that I that that way that I look at that um you're learning yourself as you go through time especially some of the things that you went through in your in your younger years but there are things about you that make up the core of who you are your personality your individuality let me fucking finish bald headed nigga um there are things about you that never are going to change. And those things, sometimes it takes years, decades before you even come to the realization of knowing yourself. Uh, so I just don't believe that people change. But if y'all believe that, that's cool. I want to speak to that. You believe that it is okay for, for, for a person's preferences to change during the course of a relationship? Because what that means to me is, uh, you're not the person that I fell in love with anymore. Uh, the person that I fell in love with was into this thing or these type of things. And now you're not into those things. So you're not the person that I fell in love with anymore. Right. I don't understand that, 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 that theory that y'all have that people can just change over time and flip flop. I'm not with okay. that. Okay. So you just like, okay. So the initial question was, do you think it's better to have the same love language or different love languages is what I'm saying. And, I didn't um, get a chance to answer that because Cameo went into his shit and y'all just kind of cut me out. I didn't even actually get a chance to answer that. Okay, well, Cameo started talking about pie. And, um, but, I mean, what you're saying goes back to what I was saying as far as I think, again, I look at things on a, on a line. So if you look at things linear um, and you break it down by seasons, I mean, the person that you're with, like if you got married at 18, you guys are both going to grow up together. You're not going to be the same person that you were, and they're not going to be the same person. That's why a lot of people, they get married early once they get to be, I mean, in this day and age, I should say, by the time they get to, you know, their thirties, they're ready to get divorced because they, you know, that's just not, that's, that's our culture now. It's not the forties where people got married at 12. What is that? What is that? I, I know it's a hard, okay. 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 So, um, in regards to that, you're, you're not, you're going to grow, you're going to evolve. Um, I, I don't know where Holly went. Holly just up and disappeared altogether, but Holly went on a rant and what you're talking about is not even what I was at least talking about. And then I, again, Cameo started talking about what Cameo was talking about. So, um, I guess I'm going to ask you Cameo at this point, you know, because again, you're supposed to know yourself first and foremost, you got to know yourself before you hop into anything with anybody else. So, at what point do you think this type of a conversation should be had, even if it's not necessarily taking the quiz? Um, at what point do you think you know this this should be a topic of conversation? What comes a topic of what my love language is? But the love language, yes. I think you should have that conversation while you're quote unquote talking to each other. That's what that's what the whole talking to is supposed to be. I'm figuring out who you are, you're figuring out who I am and we're figuring out who we are. And, and, and I know that in today's day and age, like we, we skip over that part kind of sometimes. Um, but during that phase is where you figure out 
the type of person? Like, are we compatible? Do we, you know what I'm saying? Is it just, is it just a sexual attraction? Is it, is it just a friendly situation or whatever? And this and that, we figure that thing out and then we, and then we move forward from there. Um, so I think that conversation ha- happens early. That conversation happens like really early. Like when you get to talking about, I don't like this, I do like this. Um, this just triggers me. This turns me completely off. Like this turns me on. I like it. You know, all of that, like that happens during that talking phase. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's my turn. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It does. It, it happens during the talking phase. It also happens during just the course of being with the person. People are supposed to grow together. And the concept of growing, in my opinion, uh, falls right in line with uh, finding out who you are as an individual. And uh, for some people, it takes longer than others before they get settled into who they are and uh, truly accept who they are as an individual at the core. Right. I'm talking about at the core. There might be some things that you were into at a younger age that you were no longer into. But there was a reason that you were into certain things. And some sometimes those habits, sometimes those habits might change. But that doesn't mean that your core, the reasons why you were into a certain or particular act, behavior, gifts or whatever. I don't believe that those things change. I do believe that we go through seasons. We go through moves. We go through ups and downs. But who you are as a person, that never really changes, even if that means you haven't quite figured out who you are as a person. That's just my theory. So in terms of to go back uh, to your question, the first question, BC, um, I agree with Cameo. I believe if two people have the same love language or a subset of preferences, it is just easier all around. You treating that person like they want to be treated, like you want to be treated, and it's all the same thing. So I believe that is a plus, but I just, I have an issue with the thought or the concept of drastic changes in a person. Um, I have a friend of mine uh, who's actually one of my groomsmen in my upcoming wedding uh, and um, him and his wife, they have been together since they were 15 and 16 years old. Uh, You know, he graduated with me, so he's around the same age as myself They've been together. I'm pretty sure that they have went through a lot of ups and downs um, with them being so young when they got in a relationship. I'm pretty sure that there were things about themselves as individuals that they had to go through the process of learning. Uh, but they did that together and they've stayed the course. So shout out to them. I'm not going to say their names and, and and put my man on front street. But uh, it's, it's a classic love story between them as a couple because they probably did go through uh, periods of times in their marriage where, you know, when you were younger, you were into this. And and I got used to, you know, speaking that language to you. And now that's kind of changed. Uh, but two people that truly rock with each other, they will go through all of those transitions, those 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 changes that grow the growing pains. They go through that together. So I'm just a firm believer in you are who you are. And uh, sometimes the core of who you are as an individual, it takes time to get to know that person uh, as it pertains to the love languages conversation, man. I think that everybody has different uh, levels of love languages uh, that, that, that might appeal to them. And I think it's just an individual basis. I have an issue with 
uh, the, the love language quiz, the five love language categories. Uh, it feels too broad, but I might be pre excuse me, premature in my thinking on that because I do want to finish the book, man. I'm going to finish the book and come back to y'all uh, once I finish the book before I really give my true opinion on this. But as of right now, man, I think that love languages is just a little bit deeper than these five broad categories. And I don't rock with that shit that y'all talking about as far as people changing over time. I think that people learn who they are over time, but who you are, who you are, you can only be you. Yeah. You said cap. Meaning, oh, you, you, you're, you're, you're uh, referring to, you're using the slang, the young bucks, they use the slang term cap or no cap, right? Hey man, you too old, too motherfucking bald head to even be using that terminology, bro. I'm sick of your shit. Fuck you mean cap, nigga. Whatever. What you mean? Bro, you always, hey, bro, I done known you, whatever. I done known you, bro. I done known you, bro. You can say whatever. You, enough to drink. you the same cap. nigga, bro. You the same fucking nigga. So if I'm the same nigga, are you the same nigga? I have matured, but at the core, at the core. Maturity goes with that. No, but at the core, though, bro, at the core. So what are some of your core? Was core it, so was it, no, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Was it immature? Because once upon a time, and I'm going to quote, matter of fact, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote a younger Holly. All right, do that. Okay, I'm gonna quote I'm wrong, a younger I'm gonna Holly. Over here. I'm gonna quote a younger Holly, who happened to be in a, in, a, in a poly fly relationship at the time. Everybody's supposed to be in a relationship like this, because I said I wasn't with that. I said I don't. I don't think that me personally. I don't think that's something that I could do. Nigga, you tripping? Everybody should do that. Everybody should be in a relationship like this. Is that still your value, core nigga? In a relationship like this, uh, you, you, I was referring to um, the poly life. Is what you're saying? It might have, it might have felt like I was referring to the poly life. Let me tell you what I was referring to. My co-host is sick of my shit, y'all. Listen, let me tell you what I was referring to. What I was referring to at that time, here's what I felt. Uh, I felt um, that, you know, the, the, the notion, the idea of being able to express myself um, freely. I was in a very open relationship uh, with the young ladies that I was involved with at that time. But really what it was about was just expressing ourselves freely without judgment. And you're so uh, full of shit. Time, you can't even look straight at the camera. That's how full no, of no, shit no, you no, are. No, 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 no. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Cameo, when I looked you in the eye and I said every every man should be in a relationship like this, uh, I was still going through the process of growing and getting to know myself. And I let, let me finish. Let me finish, bro. I was referring to what I, I would say the same thing today because what I was referring to was being in a relationship where you can express yourself freely without judgment. Uh, I still feel that today. That's what I was expressing at that time, even if I didn't realize it, even if that wasn't the case. I don't give a fuck. You can put the cap up all you want. Um, that's what it was, bro. I was still getting to know who I was at the core and at the core, 
I truly do believe, and I've always believed, even at that time, that you should have the ability to express yourself without judgment in your relationship and who you choose to have a partnership with. I do believe that, bro. Um, do I believe that every person should be in the poly life? No, I don't believe that. But that wasn't what I feel like I was expressing at that time, even if that's what it felt like for us. Bro, you're, you're, you're full of shit. You're full I'm of not, shit. Bro. You're super full of shit, bro. I'm not, you're, bro. And you did it. And once again, because this isn't the first time you've done this. Once again, you did a great job of covering up the bullshit that you just got through saying. That was that was fucking beautiful, which is why you need to go watch Malcolm and Marie. That's the name of the movie. I just thought of it. That's why you need to go watch Malcolm and Marie, because you will you will appreciate the content and the dialogue because you are really good at bullshit. With, with, right, with the world. So no, 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 no. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to that. You weren't talking about I'm, being I'm, I'm free. I'm going to your tracks, but go ahead. Go ahead, bro. You was talking strictly about poly life. Poly life, having two girlfriends. Because you even broke into song because a song that was out, my girl got a girlfriend. That You said that. Go ahead, bro. Stop me in my tracks. Stop you in your tracks. Let's uh, rewind 20 years ago. It would have been 2001. Now let's 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 go back further than that. Let's rewind to um January 2000. We're going to rewind to that time. Me and you uh for any of our viewers or our listeners that are not aware, uh me and my co-host Cameo uh are members of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I'm going to give you a second cameo to realize where I'm going with this. I'm all ears. Go ahead. At that time, um, the time period that I want to rewind to, we were representing Kappa, Noop, uh, the chapters. I'm from Zeta Tall, uh, Central Missouri State. We were representing Noop to the heart, right? And we were all about Kappa. Uh, some things happened between then and now. And my question to my co-host is, do you still feel the loyalty that you felt in the bond? Do you still feel like that the way that we felt about Kappa and Newt specifically? That relationship that we had with Kappa do you still feel like at that time when 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 you boasted, when you and I boasted about the fact that we were loyal to a brotherhood and a bond? Is it as specific to the relationship that we had with Kappa as it was at that time? Does that still apply in today's times? Obviously not. Obviously not. So right now, that question itself speaks to the same thing that we just said. You grow and, 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 and you can change. Your feelings can change about something. But 
So I'm, I'm right, not right, wait, 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 I ain't done. I ain't done. I wanted to just get your. All I right. figured you was. Go ahead. So, are you still loyal? Do you still have a bond with members of Kappa, with members of Noop? I use myself for an example. Yes. Back then, at the time period that I was talking about, you said that we was brothers for life. Because we was noobs. We capped right. as we moved to life. Yeah. A lot has happened between then and now. You might not feel the same way, but as it pertains to loyalty, brotherhood, and a bond, the principles that you stand on as an individual that allows you to hold those principles of high regard, are you still that same person? Because you, you still have that same theory of thought maybe not about the same specific type of relationship when you first said it the poly life but there was something specific that you were speaking to and you had to go through the process of learning to be able to actually explain and detail your narrative your narrative on your book of life and your legacy over time you start to get those details more refined. You might have thought it was something as simple as a nigga saying, man, every nigga should be a part of the poly life. You might have thought it was something as simple as you see a group of brothers that's representing Kappa, yo, goddamn, and yo, baby, yo. And that's what it's all about. It's deeper than these Greek letters, though. It's deeper than this fucking particular relationship that I got with these two women at this time. It's deeper than that. It's different core principles. That I'm really standing on. So I'm going to stop you in your fucking tracks. I'm sick of your shit. You know I made my point, And I ain't even got to keep on on it. We can move the fuck on. No, you we can't. You, you, can like you are who you are. You can only be you. And sometimes it's a process of learning who that is. You know what I'm saying? So your love language, even if some of the shit might up and down change over the years. So in the process of learning that. who you are. In the process of learning who you are, relationships with specific individuals can and do change. Even with all of that. So just like you just said, we stand on noopyhood. We stand on it. As many times as you said, fuck Kappa in a song. At the end of the day, there's at least two canes in your background as we speak. And I didn't even see the one that's behind you, so that makes two. So yeah, there's at least two. Okay, so there's there's at least two. Okay. But let me but let me say this. Let me say this. This is where we did change with the relationship itself. Once upon a time, had we been out and about, and we saw a group of Kappas. We would have walked up to that group and introduced ourselves and tried to form some type of bond or, or at least get to know who these individuals were. Today, we may not do that. I don't know them niggas, so I don't know what they, I don't know what they about. I don't know what they own and I don't even really care to go and do so. That's a change. So that's a change in that our feelings towards that change. Our feelings about the bond that we have 
is still there. But as a collective, as a whole, that's the core. That's the, core. A, that's the refining. That's the refining of the detail that I'm talking about. What when I'm I, saying I, is, I, in a relationship, in life, and I in said, a relationship that can change. At this point, at this point in your life, I don't think that you would even ask to bring another woman into that house because it wasn't about the two women. It was about being in a relationship where I could freely express myself without judgment. It wasn't about that. That's the point I'm making. Okay. Just like it wasn't about capital. It was about having a bond right. with a black man that 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 you can look up to, that you can depend on. It was about that. That and that and that's bigger than capital. That yeah. you know what I what I what I was saying. Every man, I didn't realize it at the time. Just like I didn't realize it at the time when we were speaking about capital with such high regard. We didn't realize at the time what we really were saying. But through, through through life happening, you get to you you, you get to the, you get the opportunity to be able to refine those details about who you are, and that's my only point. So, all right, gentlemen, well, Cameo, let me ask you, what is it that you're sick of? I'm sick of this nigga shit. Or, uh, for being yeah, you. I'm sick of this nigga shit for um for for even being able. To mask bullshit. But at the same time, but at the same time, I highly commend you for being able to do so. Um but yeah, that's 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 about it. All right, Holly, what are you sick of, sir? I'm gonna go back. Real quick, uh, to cameo. I don't, I don't know why you sick of my shit, uh, because I'm so media trained. Um, I've invited you to my workshops on how to be better media trained. Um, but what this really boils down to, bro, is is that I've I've reached a point where I know myself, bro, and um, I can I can through reflection and meditation, I can go back and reflect, and there are certain details about my lifestyle and my my habits that have changed but the core uh of who i am really truly ain't never changed uh that's why i still have relationships with a lot of my people that are my day ones we've had ups and downs we've had growth and maturity we've been at each other's throats but who we are is who we are bro and uh so uh, i just want to say that uh who am i sick of what am I sick of this week? <clears throat> I'm going to switch gears real quick. I've been in Facebook jail. And uh, I'm sick of, I was just talking about all of my day ones. I'm sick of all of my day ones shit. And uh, BC, at this point, you one of my day ones. Because from, from day one, we've been, we've been rocking, right? I've been in Facebook jail, and I got a 30-day bid that's going to end in about uh, 11 or 12 days. But I've been in jail and uh, y'all ain't been holding me down. Uh, everything is just going to shit with, with me being in jail. The whole empire that I built, uh, I got a book club that, um, you know, I went to jail shortly after we finished our first book and we never was able to choose a, a, a second book. And nobody has went in there and posted in the group and said, hey, can we read something else? Niggas just don't read, right? Uh, I'm sick of y'all shit, man. I'm sick of the way that I have had to watch everything 
that I built crumble on social media during my fucking Facebook jail time bid. I'm sick of y'all shit, man. And uh, when I get out of jail, it's going to be a raft of niggas that uh, lose their positions in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Y'all got me fucked up, man. Uh, my book club, uh, uh, Subconsciously Conscious Society, um, I apologize. The admins, there are several admins of the group, but none of them motherfuckers, they ain't good for shit. They ain't done nothing since I've been in jail, so I apologize. Uh, We're going to address that soon because I still be reading, and I like to think that niggas do be reading, and um, that's one of the things that I just, I'm sick of y'all shit, man. So, BC, what about you? Well, <clears throat> um, first and foremost, Holly, I'm, I'm sick of, of your shit. I'm not even in, in the book club, so don't don't put that evil on me. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Okay. I told you when you first went to Facebook jail that, you know, when people go to Facebook jail, it affects everyone around them. I myself was in Facebook jail. Okay. So there's that. Um, secondly, I am sick of, of cameo shit because cameo felt the need to share chicken and cameo didn't say he was going to door dash any chicken to anybody. Like cameo didn't offer to do nothing for anybody. He just over there living his best, chicken eating life so there's that so I'm, I'm sick of, of of his shit too um i i just overall i'm sick of of people's attitudes um with other people i'm sick of of people getting upset or feeling some type of way because they're pride or they have a chip on their shoulder and they want to take it out on other people i hope that gives you explosive diarrhea oh you look at your fingers too okay i hope you get explosive diarrhea sir I hope your fingernails ain't even clean. I, I hope you, uh, man, look. That, I'm very anyway. Hot. I'm very hot, Jenny. But he hey, hey noob, I'm finna eat some chicken too, bro. I cannot wait. You've been smoking weed and drinking wine. You've been smoking cancer sticks. And I've been just sitting over here watching y'all. So I'm gonna eat this chicken with these last three minutes of the show. I mean, I made a roast in the crock pot, so... I'm, I'm sorry. But anyway, I'm sick of people's attitudes and, and chips that they have on their shoulder and um, people in their pride and people not understanding that, you know, pride is a motherfucker and it will destroy quite a lot of things. And those same people that you kicking on your way up, I need you to remember that you might need them to stick their hands out and try and catch you on the way down. So um, that's that's all I've got. Seriously, though, I hope you get explosive diarrhea. All right, I ain't, I ain't got nothing else, man. Do y'all got something else? We do appreciate you guys for tuning in this evening on the live. We appreciate for everyone that's going to be streaming uh, on one of the many platforms. Um, hopefully everybody is on their best behavior this next coming week. If not, I'm sure y'all will hear about it next Monday, and we'll we'll see you guys next week. What are we doing? Because we still on live. What, what happened to our producer? Are we in the show? We still on. I don't know what. Um, we're still on live, so I guess we, we got some more <laughs> We were doing the mannequin challenge. Well, I was doing that. I don't know what y'all was we, doing. We got, 